श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा गुरुर्ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेश्वर गुरु साक्षात परम ब्रह्म तस्म श्री गुरव नम तस्म श्री गुरव नम आफ्टर हैविंग क्लियरली अंडरस्टूड दैट योगा इज ब्रिंगिंग आउट द बेस्ट आउट ऑफ अस अंडर ऑल कंडीशंस every time and what is the best that can come out of us is only happiness and bliss everything else is secondary so how do we achieve that yesterday we have seen from the third chapter all the activities are to be done with an attitude of reverence let the past not bother us in the present let the worries of the future not take away our abilities let the excitement in the present not make us overactive and when this is the way we conduct ourselves in this life we are practicing yoga according to bhagavad we have to live 24/7 we just can't live in parts normally what happens many sincere seekers not knowing this fact during the class they are the students yoga students so half an hour meditation rest of the day frustration no we have to live in that meditative mode and that is what bhagavad gita says about the yoga so this principle is further elaborated in the fourth chapter by bhagwan sri krishna when he says what is the meaning of a person who has practiced yoga in life karmani akarma yaha pashyet akarmani cha karma yaha स बुद्धिमान मनुष्यु स युक्त स कृष्ण कर्मकृत युक्त मीन्स द वन हू इज ए योगी ही हू हेज गॉट युक्ति युक्ति मीन्स अ नैक वॉट इज अ नैक वाइल कंडक्टिंग द लाइफ ऑफ ए योगा सो फ्यू प्रिंसिपल्स आर टोल्ड नंबर वन कर्मणि अकर्म यहाँ पश्चे he who is expressing happiness through action akarma means no more doing karma who doesn't do the karma see the space supports all the four elements but doesn't get influenced by any one of them and without the space these four elements cannot exist so the space is akarma and all the activities of the four elements is the karma so karmani akarma yaha pashye if our attention is on the substratum then we are not disturbed at all now apply this principle 
I am seeing you, many of you. Why you are many? Because in between there is a space. If there is no space, only one. But what is our focus? Our focus is on the differences. Our focus is on the multiplicity. But that which is supporting the multiplicity, the differences, that we take for granted. See. So what is to be done? Let us rise above the differences and discover the common denominator. That is yoga in action. In one school, I was talking to the students and I wanted to tell them how we should all live together as one. So, we have to discover that one principle. So I started asking them questions. Hey, please tell, what are the differences among all of us? One by one. So one student said, there are some boys, some girls, differences, very obvious. There are some tall, some short, differences. Some are fat, some are thin, differences. Some are beautiful, some are awful, differences. There is a huge, long list of differences. Then I said, enough. Now tell me, what is the common factor? So all of them kept quiet. The common factor. Because our focus is on the differences. And therefore, it is difficult for us to find out a common factor. So there was one student totally indifferent to what is going on in the class. So I asked him, hey, you tell, what is the common factor among all of us? He said, we are all suffering because of you. Common factor. See, friends. The ability to focus attention on the substratum which is hiding the substratum because of the wrong focal length. Now, applied subjectivity. If I tell you, this table is hidden below this tablecloth. Easier to understand. Because what are you seeing now? You are seeing the tablecloth. You are not seeing the table or the stool. Whether it is made out of wood, whether it is clean or not clean, whether it is steel, whether it is gold, you don't know. Because something is covering. Now apply it subjectively. Colors and forms are covering our vision. How simple it is. We are constantly looking, this is red, this is green, this is yellow, this is light, this is fat, this is good. Constantly. As a result, our attention is not on our vision. Then one day God wants to teach us. 
and we start getting headache. And when we take something to read, we are unable to focus our attention. We are not able to read properly, see properly. Then we go to the eye doctor and the eye doctor tells us, please read this. Can you read? No. Then he increases the size. Can you read? No. Now, now I can read. So, that time, when we tell the doctor, I cannot read or I can read. That time, where is our attention? Not what is written. Attention is on our vision. Get this point across. What is happening to us? We are lost in the objective pursuit. I want this, I want that. I want this, I want that. And our whole life is spent only in accumulating the things. And when you accumulate the things, you have to show to the people. Otherwise, what is the use of it? See? In USA, in uh, Texas, one of my friends, local Bombay girl, now her two sons are growing very well. Now one is in 12th, other is in 10th or so. So after maybe a year or so, they will get away. And you know the NRA brand lifestyle there. Once the children go out of this uh, house for this college, they don't want to stay with the parents. But then these people, only two of them, they have constructed a huge house with seven bedrooms attached bathrooms in two, three storey. Huge garden. So I asked, I said, for what so many things? Only two of you. Swamiji, that was the dream of my life. I wanted to have a huge, beautiful house. Now we can afford, we want it. We constructed it. According to our choice, our design. Now you construct a big house. Then thereafter what? You have to show to the people. Then find out some excuse. That there is a housewarming ceremony, therefore please come. See friends, this is how the world covers our wisdom. Recognize this. So many things and relations we create in this world and the result of which everything, the divinity is covered and we are possessed by the possessions and lost in the relations. See? Therefore, Karmani akarmayaha pashet in and through all the activities let our attention be on the substratum. Then what will happen? To understand this, take an example. An actor on the stage, he is acting some role. We are in Maharashtra, so the only role allowed by the local Maharashtrians is Chhatrapati Shivaji. Ah, then it's okay. If I will tell something else, no, no, no. 
Maharashtra, only Chhatrapati Shivaji. Go to Bengal, nobody else. Only uh, Rabindranath Tagore. Everybody is lost in small little things. So, on the stage, one actor is playing the role of Chhatrapati Shivaji. So, when he is playing that role, he very clearly knows he is not Chhatrapati Shivaji. Forget Chhatrapati Shivaji. He is not even an ordinary Pati. There is Chhatrapati. But see his acting in the same manner. Live in this world. Whatever role you have to play. But always remember, come back to the substance. Karmani akarmayaha pashet. Whatever condition is like, a restaurant owner is suffering from starvation. A wise man is miserable. A doctor is unable to give up drinking and smoking and he teaches others smoking is injurious to health. But he can't stop it. See friends, spiritual life according to Bhagavad Gita is don't get lost in the matter. The body will have its own problems. The mind will have its own problem. We have to rise above them. You cannot keep the body perfectly alright throughout life. Because body is Prakriti. Prakriti has a knack of getting lost in Vikruti. You can't stop it. Try to remain young. You cannot. But then what do we do? We go to the beauty parlor and do the makeup for covering the breakup. See? One lady came home. It was heavily raining outside. She knocked the door. The husband opened the door and closed. Whole people come in the house. Again she knocked very vigorously. And when he again opened to bang her, she banged him. You don't recognize me? Because she came from the rains, everything was washed. Originality came out. See, friends. Therefore, the body has its own limitations. Accept them gracefully. And thus, focus attention on the substratum. Karmani akarmayaha pashet. And akarmani cha karmayaha, second meaning. That doesn't mean we should lead a life of indolence and laziness. Never, never retire in life. Remain active, dynamic. One day I was coming from one country and going to another country. Came from Australia, going to London. Hardly 12 hours I was in uh, Mumbai. So my friend who came to pick me up, midnight, raining, and he said, Swamiji, why are you running so much? You have nothing. No ashram, no uh, projects, no nothing. Why are you running, running, running? I said, I agree your concern. Now onwards, I'll stay in your house permanently. 
No, 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 I don't mean that. See, friends, you have prayers for sun. You have prayers for earth. Samudra Vasane Devi Parvatastanavandale. You have prayers for the waters. Gange Jamune Jaiva Godavari Saraswati. You have prayer for the fire. Agne Supatharai Aspan Vajinali Vidwan. You have prayer for air. Sri Guru Charana Saroja Raja Jayanumanji. Paunasutanumanaki Jay. What is a prayer for the space? No prayer for it. Because freely available. Exactly the same way. We don't recognize this conscious space. But without this space, can anything ever exist? Similarly, Without the mind space, no thoughts can exist. Ultimately, without the conscious space, no experiences are possible. And therefore, akarmani karmayaha. We are not here. Just be retired, you know. I just want to do, I want to take sannyas. Bhagavan says, there are two types of sannyasis. One is Nitya Sannyasi, second is Anitya Sannyasi. Who is a Nitya Sannyasi? Yona Dveshtila Kaamshati. He who doesn't desire anything. If he is a Nitya Sannyasi, then who is a Anitya Sannyasi? Who wants million things? See, friends. Therefore, we function in this world dynamically, not to get anything, but to keep ourselves busy, occupied. Life becomes beautiful. This is the message of Isha Vasyopanishad. Kurvanne meha karmani jiji visheshatakam sama. Keep yourself dynamically active and involve whatever you are doing, 100%. That is real yoga. See, anything you do half-heartedly, you can never enjoy. Anything you do wholeheartedly, meaning what? Not with a hole in your heart, with complete involvement, you will enjoy that. See, those of you who are who have come here on your own choice to listen, you are enjoying. And those of you who are tied down with a rope and come, no, okay, they are suffering. What I can do? Tathastu. Suffer. But suffer cheerfully. Don't suffer miserably. See, my friends. So, karmani akarmayaha pashet, akarmani jakarmayaha. Now, sabuddhiman manusheshu. He is the best, most intelligent among the human beings. This is Bhagavan's Yoga. The Buddhiman Manushu. There are two types of people associated with intelligence. One type are called as intellectuals and other types are called as intelligent. 
what is the difference between the two those who are the victims of the intelligence they are called as intellectuals and such intellectuals justify how they are miserable intelligently example all softies you know softy software engineers they don't like human face they like their box constantly miserable because intellectuals second the type of people intelligent intelligent people are never miserable sab buddhiman manushesh this one principle please remember again and again as human beings if we are the only purpose of our life is allow the divinity to express through us in full bloom an expression of divinity is only happiness and nothing else आनंदाधेव खलिमा भूता जायंते आनंदेन जाता जीवंती द वर्ल्ड इज एन एक्सप्रेशन ऑफ हैप्पीनेस नॉट मिजरी सी फ्रेंड्स देर फोर कर्मणी अकर्म यशेत अकर्मणि जो कर्म है स बुद्धिमान मनुष्यु सयुक्त ही इज ए योगी एंड स कृष्ण कर्म कृत बी अटेन्टिव he has attained fulfillment in his life krishna karma krut means whatever has to be done is done meaning there are no loose ends left in life see friends what is the meaning of loose ends left in life i'll tell you a small story there was a devotee of the lord and he was very much devoted and chanting the lord's name om namo bhagavate vasudevaya om namo bhagavate vasudevaya bhagwan appeared before him with vaikuntha helicopters and said oh devotee i am happy with you come with me he said no i don't want to come i want to take everybody with me to the vaikuntha Bhagwan said, "Don't bother about the world. You come." No, no, no. I don't. I don't want to be selfish. Everybody should come in the heavens, in the Vaikuntha. So Bhagwan said, "Okay, whomsoever you recommend, accepted without seeing the credentials. Your recommendation is the last word." Bhagat Ji went. First, he went to the sannyasis. who is a sanyasi he who has performed his last rites and therefore for all technical purposes a sanyasi is a dead person when you touch a sanyasi you should take bath so who is a dead person he doesn't have any desires when a dead body is kept on the pyre he doesn't say ye lakdi kiski hai He doesn't say that. He doesn't say. Yeah, jada hi garam hai. No, he does. So he thought, let me go to the sannyasi and take him to the heavens. Why would he? So he went. Maharaj, 
is a free offer that you can come to the Vaikuntha, Lord has agreed. No, no, I can't come. I am constructing an ashram, there is a temple coming there and I already uh, ordered a huge statue of the Lord Narayana and Lakshmiji and it is on the way and I have to get the marble fitted in the temple. For whom? For Narayana. Who came himself? Our condition is, Tumse Tumari Tasvir Achye. We don't want the original one. See, friends. So the devotee got frustrated, went to a grasta, Vanaprasthi. Vanaprasthi said, No, no, no. Now, recently, my grandson is born. Unless he gets married, how can I come? Old people, they don't want to leave this world. Then he went to the grasta. Grasta said, Are you mad or what? Abhitu shadi hui hai. Now, let many things happen. Then he went to a student, yoga student. He said, no, I am doing the uh, uh, certificate course. Only six months are remaining. That devotee got frustrated. Nobody wants to be with the Lord. And ultimately frustrated, he went to a pig. At least you come. So when he approached a swine, pig, pig said, uh, excuse me, I'll ask her. He went to her. Uh, should we go there? Ask them whether our food is there or not. <laughs> Who wants? We are lost only in this horrible world. And then complain. Bhagavan Ram Krishna Paravans used to explain it so beautifully. He used to say, our struggle to fulfill our desires and discover happiness is like the eczema itch. When you have got eczema, you keep on scratching. And when you scratch, it is not painful, it is joyful. And when others look at you, and you are bleeding, hey, stop that man! <laughs> exactly. We have got this itch of getting lost in this world. Therefore, Sayyukta, discover happiness, don't seek happiness. We are seeking happiness. And we can discover happiness only through wisdom. Now, try to analyze your experience. Any experience which makes you miserable. For me, I can give my example. For me, I am miserable if I don't get a cup of tea in the morning at 4 o'clock. The moment it is 4 o'clock in the morning, then the mind starts the alarm. Tea. Then if I don't get it, I become extremely disturbed, miserable. And somehow or other I get my cup of tea. And the moment I get a cup of tea, aha, enjoyed. Conclusion. 
when i had no cup of tea i was miserable when i got cup of tea i am happy therefore happiness came from tea logic but if we go further analyzing if tea is the cause of happiness then everybody in this world should get happiness when he or she takes a cup of tea but there are people who refuse to take a cup of tea and they have got a great pride i have never tasted tea in my life see maybe you don't have minor uh, vices they be lost in the major vices in one of my talks in the 15th chapter a mantra comes sarvastachaham rudisannimishtaha mattaha smriti jnanam apovanancha i said bhagwan krishna said you should have a cup of tea in the morning sarvastachaham chaham is tea and after my talk was over there was one very dharma dhurandar serious ananda After my talk, Ahmedi, how can you say Bhagwan asked a cup of tea like that? That is not the meaning of chaham. It is chaham. I said, oh, I didn't know that. I said, is chaham only take cup of tea? But how it is possible? That time there was no tea. I said, now I will tell you. Be attentive. Bhagwan Krishna had sixteen thousand wives from Assam. Now tell me, when somebody has sixteen thousand wives from Assam, can he stop taking tea? They'll be making the sabji out of tea leaves. Friends, if tea was a source of happiness, everybody should get happiness, but it doesn't happen. but i can't deny my experience when i get a cup of tea i am happy now analyze further when i had no tea but there was a desire for the tea i was miserable when the tea was provided the desire was quieted and therefore i was happy so what is the source of happiness it is not the tea but it is a desire free mind this is yoga in kathopanishad at the end yada panchavatishtante jnanani manasasah buddhishtana vicheshtati tamahu paramam gatim according to the yoga it is said yada panchavatishtante jnanani manasasah when all your sense organs mind आर क्वाइट चित्तवृत्ति निरोध एंड बुद्धिश्च न विचेष्टते देर इज नो आय बॉर्न देर इज नो एरोगन्स ऑफ सक्सेस और देर इज नो फ्रस्ट्रेशन ऑफ फेल्युअर बुद्धिश्चन ताम आहू परमाम गति दिस इज द अल्टिमेट अटेनमेंट इन लाइफ अकॉर्डिंग टू योगा अभी अटेंटिव After this, immediately the next mantra tells, "Prabhava payohi yoga." But this yoga is 
artificially created condition and it is bound to get lost in due time. In Bhagavad Gita, there is a word, Shuchi Nam Sri Matam Gehe Yoga Prashto Vijayate Athava Yogi Nam Eva Kule Bhavati Dhimatam. There is a possibility of fall in the yoga. Then what is to be done? The second mantra tells again toward the conclusion of the whole Katopanishad. It is said there, Yada Sarve Pramuchante Kama Yasya Rudishritaha Atha Martyaha Amruto Bhavati Atra Brahma Samashnute. When we live at a zero desire level, we have attained fulfillment in life. So what is the yoga according to Bhagavad Gita? Get freedom from desires. You might have seen there was one uh, WhatsApp. Such WhatsApp become viral. There was somebody from Madhya Pradesh probably. His name was, if I remember correctly, Swami Shivananda. And he is something like 110, 120 years old. And he was shown, he was doing many asanas, the halasan and uh, I don't know the name. Only halasan I know because it halal you very much, halasan. So he was doing different asanas and then he was asked, what is the secret of your long life? And what he said, I have no desires. Desires are born only after identification with the body. When we are in deep sleep, there is no identification with the body. Therefore, there is no sense of incompleteness. Therefore, there is no sense of otherness. When sense of incompleteness and sense of otherness doesn't exist, there cannot be any desire. These are the prerequisites for the desire to happen. Now as we are awake, at this stage, what is your experience? I am incomplete. Otherwise, how can you justify this? A young, healthy, educated, free, intelligent boy, one day suddenly he thinks, what a life without a wife. Why he thinks like that? Because a sense of incompleteness. And then he gets married. Further story you know. Has he achieved completeness? No. Be attentive. Although he tried to get rid of one limitation of this, that I am incomplete, but the other limitation he has not removed. What is the other limitation? The sense of otherness. See? In one marriage, after the marriage was over, then they asked me to give blessings. I don't know how to give blessings. I never given to anybody. I said, I don't know your blessings and all that, but I can tell you something. And remember, in your marriage, the mathematics is different. 
वन प्लस वन डजन बिकम टू वन प्लस वन डजन बिकम एलेवन वन प्लस वन इज ओनली वन इफ यू अंडरस्टैंड दिस मैथमेटिक्स यू विल बी हैप्पी इन लाइफ अदरवाइज शादी के पहले मैं 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 शादी के बाद तू 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 छः महीने के बाद मैं मैं तू तू मैं मैं तू तू एक साल के बाद तू तू मैं 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 तू 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 मैं मैं एंड आई एम ए गुजराती देर फोर हूँ तू 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 हूँ तू 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 कबड्डी 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 sense of otherness has to be erased then there cannot be any desire just observe this i have my watch i cannot have desire for my watch when i see somebody very nice watch oh is it a um, apple watch is oh nice how much it is some you like it you take it hey, thank you See friends, only that which is other than me, I have desire. See, and if we have attained this, sabudhiman anusheshu sa krishna karma krut, then he has nothing to achieve in this world, nothing to protect. This attainment is called in the language of devotion. Bhagwan says in ninth chapter, "Ananyaashintayanto maam yejana paripasate teesham nityam yuktanam yoga kshemam vahamyam." Yoga means what? What I don't have, I should get it. Yoga. Kshema means what? Whatever I have, it should be protected. If you watch our own life. what is our own life if you have to write in one line we have been struggling to get something what we don't have and we have been struggling to protect what we have other than these two things there is nothing if you give up these two things then what is life time pass and whenever you lead your life with the principle of time pass you are celebrating life is it possible it is how it is possible to lead a life for of time pass and what does it mean many times we play with the children in one of my children's camp in khandala Many years before, they had many games to play in between football, badminton, table tennis, cricket. So one day I played with them badminton. One day I played uh, table tennis. Then I don't have to run. Therefore, I played. Third day they say, "Swamiji, you have to play cricket with with us." I said, "But my rules, not your rules." Okay, Swamiji. What are your rules? I will do only batting. Number one. Number two, I will not be out. Okay. Agree. 
and then play. And the baller shouted, Swamiji, LBW. I said, do you think I don't understand cricket? Leg before wicket. Where is my leg? You can't see. He said, Swamiji, the meaning is different for you. When your rules are different, meaning is different. LBW means lungi before wicket. <laughs> so I was just playing fool. I was not concerned whether I hit a century or not. It was just a time pass. Exactly the same way. Follow this principle in your life. You will never be miserable. Like you have come over here. For what? For changing? No. Time pass. I have also come for the same purpose. And when you have this attitude of time pass, I will never have any worry because of my lecture whether you improve or you don't improve. Who cares? But the parents, I have done so much for them, but they don't listen to me. Did you listen to your parents? Mm, no. Your genes are in them. <laughs> Inherited. See, friends, then alone, Sak Yukta Sakrishna Karmakrut. That is the meaning of yoga according to Bhagavad Gita. And thereafter, we go further and we come in the sixth chapter of Gita where Bhagavan Sri Krishna talks about the real meaning of yoga. See, the sixth chapter is called as Atma Sayyama Yoga. And there it is told how to sit for meditation and all the, the physical aspect. See? And we get lost only in that. So, here Bhagavan says first, um, go to a secluded place, Shuchau Deshe Pradishthapya Sthiramasana Matmanaham Natyu Chritam Natinicham Chaila Jana Kuchuttaram Tatrai Kagram Manakrutva Yata Chintendriya Kriyaham Upavishyasane Yunjal Yogam Atma Vishuddhaye Samakkaya Shirogrivam Dharayan Nachalam Tiraham Samprekcha Nasikagram Swam Dishashchanava Lokayan Prashantatma Vigatavihi Brahmachari Vrateshtitaham Manaha Sayyamya Machittaham Yukta Asita Matparaha Junjan Nevam Sadatmanam Yogi Nyetamanasaham Shantim Nirvana Paramam Masamsam Adigachati this part of the sixth chapter tells exactly what Patanjali has said. First, Yama Niyama. When you follow Yama Niyama perfectly well, you will have no regrets, you will have no arrogance, your mind will be at peace and you will be at peace with yourself. When this happens, then asana is a byproduct. According to Patanjali, asana is sthira sukham. Our happiness, our bliss is steady. The reason is prayatna shaitilya. Now we are not trying to prove anything to anybody. Be yourself. Now, the color behind me is green. Just to tell that it's a green color, you don't have to struggle. But if you have to prove, 
No, it is not green. It is orange. It is having a tinge of yellow. You will have to struggle. Whenever we struggle, we are trying to prove something which nobody wants to understand. Therefore, prayatna shaitilya, life becomes very easy, effortless. Effortlessness is a sign of abidance in the Absolute. You are perfectly normal when you are effortless. Like those of us who are able to hear perfectly well without any difficulty, their hearing ability is normal. And those who have to struggle because they have got impaired ability and therefore they will struggle, prayatna, and as a result of this effort, they will get tired. And when they get tired, why to waste time, they go to sleep. And after the lecture is over, they are the first one to come and tell me, Vamiji, your talk was awesome. See how simple it is. Therefore, when we read these things, Tatrai Kagram Manakrutva, Yata Chittendriya Kriya, then having sat on a proper asana, then make the mind single-pointed. Oh Lord, for you it is easier to say, make the mind single-pointed. It doesn't happen. Arjuna, same question. Yoyam yoga tvaya proktaha sammin avarusudana etasyaham na paschami chanchalatva sivinkiram chanchalami mana krishna pramathi balavadrudam Tasyaham nigraham manne vayoriva sadushkaram. You ask us to keep the mind quiet, but the mind is so difficult. Chanchalam hi mana, then second is balavat, very strong, then drudham, very obstinate, and balavat, it is very strong, and we cannot control it. Pramati, it disturbs everything. And you tell us, control that mind. What to do? How is possible? Again Patanjali and Bhagavan Krishna, they go hand in hand. Abhyasa Vairagya, Abhyatan Nirodaha. Patanjali. Bhagavan Sri Krishna, Abhyasa Nathu Kaunteya, Vairagya Nathu Gurijate. Same words. So what should be the real yoga practice according to Bhagavad Gita? This. Yoga is defined by Bhagavan first. And then he comes to this. Yoga according to Bhagavad Gita is Tam Vidya Dukkha Sanyoga Viyogam Yoga Sanjitam Yoga Sanjitam means he is called as Yoga. What is called as Yoga? Dukkha Sanyoga When the miseries come in our life Viyogam We refuse to be miserable. That is Yoga. Tam Vidya Dukkha Sanyoga Viyogam Yoga Sanjitam. Then how to practice that? Sanishena Yoktam Vyaha. Take only this firm resolution in your life. Never justify you are miserable. This is what we go wrong in life. And then we justify. Like in one place, after my talk was over, somewhere in Dehradun it happened. One lady 
uh, I think retired army officer's wife. She was very, very angry and she said, Swamiji, you are making fun of us. Be happy, be happy, be happy all the time. Get married and show, be happy. That means getting married is a license to be miserable. That's This is very simple. So, Nishena Yokta Vyaha Yoga Anirvinna Chetasa. Don't give up. So, if you are a real student of yoga, practice this. Never, never justify you are miserable. Why we are miserable? Because lots of desire is inside. I'll tell you one of my experiences is happened in Germany. Stuttgart. I was invited by one German lady and uh, her name was um, Maya, if I remember. The Indian name, they adopt the Indian name also. And uh, when first day everything went very well, second day it was okay, third day she was very down. I said, Mama, what is the problem? You are not yourself. Any problem? No, 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 everything is already. It is already very good. But if there is a problem, I am so feeling bad about you. Swamiji, you are very, very terrible. Yes, there is a problem. What is the problem? Her problem was this. Swamiji, I brought yoga in Germany for the first time. I said, this is a problem for Germany, not for you. No, 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 listen. And then she said, in my first batch, I taught 20 students yoga course. And it was a six-month course, two days in a week, each class one hour. Six years, a six-month course. You can see how many hours it has become. And after I gave them certificate, then they went, they started their yoga studios. They also had 20 students. That was multiplied. And today, we are having a big problem. Why? There are more yoga teachers, no students. Now, how to run the studio? Money is a big problem. Therefore, tell me what I should do. I said, if I imported the teachers from India, why don't you import students? India can provide everything. If you are practicing yoga and you become miserable on any account, you are going the wrong way. And particularly, if you have studied Bhagavad Gita, if you have heard Bhagavad Gita, you lose your right to be miserable. See? And don't we like somebody who is happy? The other day, uh, I was in uh, South Africa and uh, some very rich man, he was, uh, you know, the diamond uh, mill, uh, this mine owner. So he had uh, now the Tesla, but that time it was the Bentley. So the Bentley car. 
and for me it makes no difference whether it is a bentley or ambassador we have to simply cross the distance and forget about the car so my friend he was very fond of cars he told samaji this is such a lovely car you know that as a what is great in that when you sit you get good goody or what said no he don't understand said no what is your car is car it moves and it get down then the host he told my friend will you like to drive the car ah yes then he took me in that car he himself drove here and there is a somebody what a joy to drive this car so beautiful it is my dream car i said thank god it's a dream not real then i told him when you simply like this car you are so happy the one who owns this car how happy he is apply the same principle when you like somebody happy around you if you are happy and this can help you only by one technique discover happiness don't seek happiness our whole life is a struggle we are seeking happiness see how simple the yoga is and when this becomes at the hallmark of our spiritual practice then the teacher told us what is exactly the real meaning of the yoga or god realization according to bhagavad gita only two things not a third one gitatmanah prashantasya two things paramatma samahita he has attained tadadrashtuhu swarupe avasthanam this is in the language of bhagavad gita is paramatma samahita what are the two things shita ushta sukha dukheshu jitatmanah when all the complimentary pairs come and dash against us world comes to us only in the form of twins there is nothing in this world which is singular joy sorrows friend enemies hot cold profit loss everything is in pairs and they are complementary to each other doctor patient complementary to each other see so bhagwan says when the world comes to us in the form of these complementary opposites then jitatmanah our mind does not get influenced by these complementary opposites tadadrashtuhu swarupe avasthanam we are attained what happens to us when something good thing happens ha ha when something bad thing happens oh constantly buffeted because we are living at the periphery of our personality go deep if you are swimming in the sea the ocean on the surface the waves will buffet you up and down but the same place you go dive deep maybe hardly 10 15 feet in that depth you are there but there are no waves exactly the same way go deep within yourself 
tada drashtuhu sarupi avasthana. This is the meaning of chitta vritti nirodaha. When you have transcended the impact of these complementary opposites, your mind remains at peace. And to practice this yoga, you don't require any special condition. Because everywhere you get these complementary opposites, sometimes it is cold, sometimes it is hot, sometimes it is peaceful, sometimes it is disturbance. We are constantly exposed to this. So, in short, going through this world, our attention should be on the equanimity of our mind. Don't bother about what is happening to the world. We are not creative. Why worry? We are here. Again, sixth chapter. Uddhare Atmanam Natmanam Avasadayet. We are here only for our evolution. There is no other purpose. It is something like this. We are in the universe, university, classroom. I am supposed teaching you physics. Will some of you get up and say, Sir, sir, she has not understood. What I will tell? Mind your business. Exactly the same way. We are in this world for our evolution. Uddhare Then, Natmanam Avasadayen. Don't make yourself miserable. Don't justify that you are unfortunate. Very important things, friends, in life. As we should not have pity for others, we should not have self-pity also. When we have self-pity, we are insulting the divine that we are. It is something like a rich man's son. He is begging on the roadside and eating the things which are lying on the floor. What will the father think about? How hurt he will be in the same manner. We are the divine one. Don't justify now sadhayet. Don't become miserable. And this all thing put together is jitatmanaha. Here atma means the mind. Conquer your mind. Conquering the mind is train the mind not to react. We all have default settings in our mind. Default settings are, number one, we have comment on everything. We have suggestions even to God. We can advise to anybody. And Indians are expert in somebody else's job, not their own job. What others should do, we can tell perfectly well. This is by default. Now stop this default method and keep attention on the quietness, equanimity of the mind. And friends, this you can do only if you have got one faculty. And the faculty is every experience that is given to us by the Lord, it is meant for learning. 
every experience of our life is a spiritual examination. And in the examination, you have to pass. You can't give up. See, friends. So when we thus focus attention on this equanimity of the mind. Now I'll give an example. How the process of learning can help you. Today also it happened. When we were coming, there was one uh, um, car, sumo in front of us. Both the doors were open. Had it been earlier, I would have told those people stop it and close it properly. But my guru taught me this. My guru was from Delhi. When we were going, there was one taxi. The door was almost open. We could very clearly see his shirt from the uh, gap. So my friend told me, who was driving somebody, see it's open. I'll take the car parallel. You tell him to close it properly. So I had to listen to everybody. Nobody listens to me. So I said, okay. And the car became parallel down the glass. And I told, hey, Mahatma ji, your door is open. Please close it. Mind your business. Who asked you? When he said like this, my friend got so angry. I said, don't become angry. He's my guru. He taught me. Don't meddle with anybody's life. Everybody has the right to destroy themselves. If we attend, if living is our right, killing ourselves is also our right. See, to understand this principle, I give a small example. Once I was driving in US and being Indian, I crossed the red light. The police stopped. And he said, uh, License, I gave the license. Do you have a driving license? I said, Yes, sir. Then why did you jump the red light? So I said, uh, Sir, I have a driving license. I don't have a stopping license. So when I said like this, although he was a police, he laughed. He said, man, you made my day. Don't do it again, okay? Go. See, when we say driving license, it includes the halt also, isn't it? In the same manner. If we have the right to live, we have the right to kill ourselves. Therefore, suffer. See, friends, maintain the equanimity under all conditions. That is the yoga according to Bhagavad Gita. So, the world comes to us in the form of this complementary opposition. Now, the second thing. Even the people come to us, not only the stones and bricks and good or bad experiences. People come to us. And how the people come to us in two ways. Somebody will respect us. Somebody will disrespect us. Normally, what happens? When somebody respects we start bloating. Somebody disrespect, we start, you know, becoming very... No! Our greatness need not be authenticated by any Tom, Dick and Harry in this world. We know what we are. This again I learned from a great master. 
Therefore, I told you, process of learning should be continuous. Once to a great pastor, we told it happened in Bombay only. Sir, I uh, will come to pick you up and take for the inauguration. He told me, no, you don't have to come. I will come on my own. Don't worry. And one more sentence he added. By your coming to receive me and take me to the venue, he is not going to make me great. And if you do not come and take me to that venue, he is not going to make me small. I know what I am. Don't depend on the certification of others. Know yourself. Such a person, Prashantasya. There are three things. Shanti, Ashanti and Prashanti. Shanti and Ashanti, they are opposite to each other. Prashanti is that which is not enhanced by the Shanti and which is not disturbed by the Ashanti. Now put these both things together. Gitaatmanaha Prashantasya Paramatma Samahitaha Shi Toshna Sukadukkeshu Tathamana Pamanayo Thus, when a person is conducting the business of life and in that life, when sometime loss, sometime gain, sometime good, sometime bad happens, his equanimity is not disturbed. And when somebody respects or doesn't respect, he doesn't, it doesn't make any difference to him. He is abiding in Paramatma. Tadadrashtuhu Sarupi Avastana. Now this can become very obviously clear if you just become little aware of your own experiences. Like when our eyes see the green color or red color, it makes no difference to the eyes. The ears hear good words or bad words, it makes no difference. The mind has good thoughts, bad thoughts, it makes no difference to the mind. In the same manner, whether it is waking, dream, deep sleep or samadhi, it makes no difference to us. That is what is called as tadadrashtuhu sarupi avasthanam in yoga and paramatma samahitaha in Bhagavad Gita. Sthitvasyam antakalepi brahma nirvana mrachati and the best part is, in the second chapter, concluding verse, Bhagavan says, Sthitvasyam antakalepi, if you attain this abundance in the Absolute, Tadadrashtu Sarupa Avastanam, you don't require to practice it again. Repetition and practice is possible only in the finite. In the infinite, you cannot repeat, you cannot practice. Like, you chant the Lord's name. Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya. Repeat it, practice it. Because it is finite. Now, repeat silence. 
you cannot sounds are finite silence is infinite any experience you take in the second chapter of one says matras parashastu kaunteya shitoshna sukadukkada agama apayina anityam tante tikshasva bharata any experience you take which is gathered through the sense organs and this world every experience has got the same story agama they come they remain and they end which experiences sukadukkada whether it is joyful experience or a miserable experience every experience comes in time remains for some time ends after some time therefore from the temporary experiences do not become permanently miserable we have not reached a kandey sack but we get lost only in the small little event and those events are always blessing in disguise see then only the best in us can come out otherwise the life becomes dull witted like the government servants no challenges no nothing on the contrary you see those who have to struggle hard they can only uh, scale the heights in their life otherwise our maximum achievement is what one increment of 20 ev useless discover the infinite dormant potentiality in you and take challenges in life if at the young age if you don't take challenge will you take in old age those people who go into depression because of the difficulties they are good for nothing they deserve that come out of it prove your mettle that is life otherwise all the time oh no therefore again i conclude with a simple statement unfortunately you are listening bhagavad gita therefore you are lost your right to be miserable मरने भी नहीं देते डिस्कवर यू आर द सोर्स ऑफ हैप्पीनेस ओम पूर्णमद पूर्णमद पूर्णा पूर्णमुलच्यते पूर्णस्य पूर्णमादाय पूर्णमेवावशिष्यते ओम शांति 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 हरि ओम श्री गुरुभ्यो नमः हरि ओम